Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. I won't do a really bad intro today so that you don't look at me. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. So you don't want me to look at you? Well, no. Remember the last intro I did? It was like a whole song and you were like, no, stop. No, stop. Do you remember? I can't remember anything. Okay, I won't I remind you. I also feel like you. we've been like recording a lot, but at the same time, I haven't <laughs> seen you. Um, what an intro. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Welcome Podcast. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. My name's My Olivia. Name's Olivia. Olivia. <clears throat> Are you going to copy me? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> and I'm a brand builder, and my most recent business is build a brand agency. Oh, no more velvet. <gasps> Cross for me, everyone. I will after we introduce you because I, I, oh, I'm fine. We forget. My name's Lisa. No obscure job title today. Oh, I. You want to hear it? Yes. I'm a weight trainer. Weight trainer. What does that mean? Oh, do you just lift weights? Yeah, I'm a weight trainer. Okay. I'm getting ready for my next fight. So, are you like a like a boxer? You'll see next week. Oh, wow. Are you going to come in like a whole outfit and have a name? No, I'm just going to tell you. Can you be called like the Destroyer? No, I have Roxy a better name. the Destroyer. That just sounds <laughs> so, so <sexual>. wrong. <laughs> Roxy the Destroyer. <laughs> you that voice too. Um, oh, no more velvet and fur. Yeah, and then no build more a velvet. Brand. Yeah, so uh, this past month has been really overwhelming you know that and I have like wanted to take something off my plate and felt like I needed to but I'm so passionate about everything I do and then I just like really felt this need to let something go I just like didn't know what it was and then it kind of just worked out because Tay was feeling like kind of going in a different direction and I was as well Um, and I'm really excited for her so I am going to kind of bow out of the business but um, I will still be helping her through the end of the year and then helping her create content Um, and it's it's good we both feel really good about it Um, and then I listened to the Lady Gang episode with Bethany Frankel and she said I don't want to have 50 buckets that are a quarter full but three buckets that are overflowing and then I was like that's what I've been feeling for so long is that need to like get rid of some buckets (laughs) so yeah I'm excited about it it's like a new it's a new thing and then it's a new challenge and then it's kind of funny that I like kind of started another business on top of that but 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 don't give me that look but the reason why this is very different is build a brand is going to be so much of the existing content I already create and so it's not going to be this new completely new venture it's going to be something I'm already doing and it has been something Arturo and I have wanted to do for over a year but we haven't had the time so we're going to start really small um and by small I mean like do a workshop (laughs) and stuff like that but I'm excited and no more updates about build a brand because I don't know what's going to happen with it yet but Hmm. yeah so you still have the same amount of buckets no it really is different one bucket away and you put put one in 
No, because this particular bucket will be way more financially successful. And when I am able to do that, I'm going to be able to eliminate a lot of the other extracurricular things I have to do. Uh And not only that, but be able to pay off like my school debt, which is my goal for next year. Um, And when I can eliminate those stress buckets, I will be able to really focus in on like the podcast and stuff. What? So eventually there won't be as many buckets, but it's still another bucket. No, this is like half a bucket. It's still a bucket. It's half a bucket because the stuff that's going to be with Build-A-Brand is stuff I'm already creating. Yeah, but it's still another bucket. You're starting another business. It's it's kind of. but that's also a big deal. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I. It's a lot of work. It's I, not like it's not going to be a, a lot of work. Yes, it will be a lot of work. But what I will say is, I feel it's actually going towards stuff you're already doing. Exactly. It's in my it's same wheelhouse. Bucket. It's a different bucket. <laughs> it's in my same wheelhouse, but I don't feel it's not the same type of stress as like an e-commerce business that oh, I don't. Totally. I don't know a lot about e-commerce. It's a lot of things I don't understand. I know this. I know what I have to do. I know how to execute and it's going to be a lot more efficient and um and I'm also excited for Tay to be able to like move her business in the direction she's wanting to go into. Yeah, she's so she's morph- morphing two of her buckets together. I like this analogy. I'm not <laughs> making fun of you. It's a great analogy. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. 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 And you get to do this with Arturo, which you know you take the good with the bad. <laughs> you know, another business with my significant other. Like what? So, what's your current obsession? Or should I talk? Because you were just yeah. Please talk. Talking a lot. Too much of my voice. <laughs> Um, my current obsession is, um, oh, sorry. I'm trying to decide between the two and I'm having a really hard time. We all know you're just going to say both. Okay. I'll say both just because you said that. So one, my Amazon sweatsuit that I wear literally every single day. So I bought another one. Naturally. In today's episode, we're talking about contentment, whatever. (laughs) Come at me. I don't care. Um, and then number two, because I'm 11, um, the game Among Us. Mm-hmm. I Usually people that. say I'm 12 because I'm 12 years old. Have you ever noticed that? No. Really? I've never heard no. somebody say because I'm 11. No. It's why, 12. Why I say 11 is because literally anytime someone's like, oh, what's everyone's age? Everyone's like 11, 11, 11. And then I'm like. 27 and then I get banned from the room because I'm like this creepy old wait woman really why don't you drinking just say my you're wine um because I think it's hilarious you're like and a, so it's like the room? it uh yeah like whoever is oh. hosting the room can ban you from it or people can kick you and so it's just like hilarious I love seeing people's reactions I'm like hey I'm the one just drinking my wine winding down from the day my kids Stalking are asleep young children. Zap's off like hanging out with his friends this is like my wind down time I'm watching Big Brother your wind down time exactly mm-hmm. good job thank you so much wow so because you're 11 because I'm 11 okay um, my current obsession is butternut squash yeah, so what What about butternut squash? Because it's in season, so it's like... I don't know. I just like bought it at Trader Joe's, and then I put like garlic salt and olive oil on it, mm. and then it was just really good. Is it the chopped up one? Yeah, except for I bought it, and it went bad in like two days. Oh, weird. So I looked at the Best Buy date, and it was like the day I bought it, but I never uh, look at the Best Buy when I'm just like, oh, it's there. So I learned my lesson with that. Yeah, Zav always... <laughs> 
he has like the most random pet peeves. His pet peeve is when I don't look at like the expiration dates or the best buy dates. So I always have to make sure Mm. I look at the dates or else I'll get really frustrated because he hates wasting food. And I'm like, me too. I got it out of the fridge. I was excited to eat it. And then it already had mold on it. It was so, it had been three days. And I was like, oh, what? I actually got that same butternut squash for Mav and I made a puree. So further proof that I'm an actual child. Yeah. You're You're 11 11. (laughs) and I'm like six because I love dinosaurs. Um, Okay. Hold on. You need to try the butternut squash ravioli from Costco. It's delicious. Oh, what? That actually sounds really good. Yeah, because it's kind of sweet. And then if you put like like salt on it, it's just so good. Yeah, that actually sounds good right now. Okay, but we actually have to have a conversation about something. Oh, no. We already talked about it before. Why is coffee? Oh, no. So expensive oh okay it's a different conversation good <laughs> i don't i didn't know we were i don't even know what you're thinking <sighs> i'm not gonna tell literally you. listen everybody who's driving pull over okay <laughs> don't everybody close your eyes even if you're driving <laughs> and pull over this, first a cup of coffee okay imagine you just paid this six dollars you just said the whole punchline okay take it out Imagine bleep, wait, bleep it out. Bleep out. Them. I'm going to. I'm going to. Imagine this. I just finished going to church. Doodly doodly do. Looking cute. I'm going to Lisa's house to hang okay, out. Okay, so sorry. I have to stop right here. You got I I had a little qualm with this. You got coffee after church mm-hmm. when I the had coffee, coffee at church. You said you didn't drink the coffee. No, I did. I like said I had some, but I didn't enough. get enough. I didn't go back for a second cup. And you should have. But I wanted because a latte. Because we have case, case coffee, coffee I know, and I drank church. some. And it was drip coffee, and I wanted a latte. <sighs> okay. Okay, I can't believe you're complaining about me getting two good cups of coffee. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not complaining about that. I'm just saying you could have saved $6, or I could have made you an well, espresso first, at my house. First of all... Okay, I called you and asked you if you wanted something from Case, and you did not one time say I can make you coffee at my espresso machine. I can always make you coffee. That's not even, you should know better. I, so, I'm anyway, doodly doodly do. Walking into a coffee shop and feeling great, and I wanted to treat myself. And then all of a sudden, this coffee was $14.95 aka six dollars and that doesn't make any logistical sense i was the manager of a coffee shop i know how much it costs to make things i know okay alternative milk can be expensive you adding 50 cents or 75 cents with with freaking flavoring is a joke that is called communism (laughs) um but anyway really upset about that not ever going back yes you are probably will but okay here's the thing five dollars for me is like okay i get it i get alternative milk when you cross the five dollar threshold for a 12 ounce cup of coffee that is absurd we don't live in a big city we don't live in a place where that's normal and that's way too much money and i want my money back now oh that's all everybody you can start driving again and open your eyes (laughs) 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 Uh, all right let's get to our silver lining of the week (laughs) okay (laughs) i I have nothing to say about that ding you go ahead oh me i was just ranting um so i already talked about this last week and i feel like i'm always repeating silver linings but it's because things got worse with baby 
Yes. Had to take baby. That was so traumatic. To the vet one week. Ended up being fine. Like the few days, two. it was two days later, we were noticing she wasn't eating again. She's looking more yellow than she was before. Baby's your cat. Baby's my cat. Just in case people got confused <laughs> yeah. for a second. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. She was turning yes, yellow. Very, turning yellow. She wasn't not eating. eating. <laughs> Um, and so I called my vet and they were like, uh, that sounds really bad. This was the day before Thanksgiving. Um, and we had to take her to the emergency vet. Um, she stayed overnight. Her blood results came back awful and she was not doing good. Things were not looking good. She got like an ultrasound, super backed up gallbladder and then um her blood results showed that um her liver was like going into like lipidosis or something like that so her body correct me if I'm wrong if you would like to but from what I remember what I believe um her body didn't have any more fat or muscle to feed off of because she was so thin that it was feeding off of her liver something like that and um that's why she was so yellow because it was like going into failure and so then the doctor calls us and they're thinking we're gonna try to put her on a feeding tube and that's only gonna make her more comfortable and help her liver Mm -hmm. but it's not gonna help her gallbladder so we're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? Because the only next step is surgery. And we're not going to go to that extent. Like we just can't. Oh, so be like thousands if you guys, of dollars. Yeah if, yeah. if you guys have pets, like you know how expensive it can be, which we learned our lesson. We're getting insurance for our cats now. But yeah. And a lot of times when you do that, if you need that much of an, like an extensive thing, it doesn't usually work for that long of time yeah yeah. I know so we were just like in in surgery itself it was um a very low percentage of helping and um she could die very easily with gallbladder issues so we're like oh my gosh we've only had baby three years we're freaking out the next morning we get a call um so she's there overnight for two nights and the doctor goes um so good news baby ended up the doctor said right when she got off the phone with us baby started eating on her own so she didn't need the feeding tube feeding tube and um she started getting better just on her own they don't know why they think it's this certain medication that i was supposed to get in the mail after my first vet visit and it never came in the mail oh and so when she was on all the other medications which were helping the infection this medication was supposed to help move whatever um bile was not moving like through her intestines and gallbladder and so um they think that when she was on that she finally like was doing better So baby's doing great. And she's She's still good. Yeah. She just had another visit and all of her levels are great. Like one of them is still like 
medium low, but like she's continually doing better and she's going to keep getting checked up and she's on so much medication right now, but we love her. So we would do anything for that freaking weirdo. The cross-eyed she is like the cutest dumbest cat ever i I like absolutely adore her cute well i'm happy she's okay thanks baby's okay silver lining is she's fine yeah and such a relief even if she wasn't and we had to go through all of that she was worth it oh yeah all of it it's always worth it it's hard though so hard i know we were worried I know. I was worried. I know. I was like, I was like, you went I'm to the getting ER. ready to mourn. I know. And you went to the same ER where we put Minnie to sleep. And I was like, it's not a good place. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. And a side note, the crazy thing is we took her there three years ago when I was pregnant with Bear because she got high and we had no idea what was happening to her. We they're came laughing. home. <laughs> they're like, your cat's high. <laughs> well, they're like, do you guys smoke weed? We're like, no. Why are you asking? They're like, your neighbors? We're like, probably. We live in Ashland. And they're like, we're pretty sure she got into someone's weed plants or bong water. <laughs> and she's just really high. She's, so, so she, she was slept l- it off for like three her best days. life. Oh, yeah. We thought she was dying because you would pick her up and she's just limp. <laughs> but you start to pet her belly and she's purring. She's having she's like an ex- She's like an enlightenment in that yeah. moment. She's thinking about what she is. Is she a human or a cat? Like she yeah. doesn't even know. It was so sad because obviously like that's so not good for a cat. But yeah. Oh, it's hilarious. That's really funny. Wow. Yeah. Um, so what's your silver lining? Nothing crazy. I think it was nice last week during Thanksgiving and kind of just getting through the holidays. I'm not like a huge fan of the holidays. And, you know, everything's weird. Like we always go Black Friday shopping not to get anything, but like just for fun. And I was just planning on not doing that. And then Arturo called me in the morning and he was just like, when are you going to be ready? Like he just thought Aww. we were going. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm working. He's like, no, you're getting ready and we're going to go Black Friday shopping. And I was like, OK. And we like didn't even oh, really get anything cute. and we went out and it was nice because i was like wow, that was so intentional um the mall we went to macy's and then like target that there's a mall i know well, the only Did place i go to is macy's no there wasn't even really that many sales the mm. biggest sales were online yeah um but it was just nice because then you know we'll get like starbucks we were like, in and out for lunch you know mm-hmm. just stuff like that i love that type of stuff like little memories mm-hmm. so that was nice that's fun that's it okay so this week we are talking about okay now say it with me con Contentment. Nice. Okay, cool. We practice that. Um, contentment, everybody. And there's a ah. Okay. And thankfulness. Uh, and thankfulness. Um, okay, so Oh, sorry, Olivia. What was that? Oh, this is all from my husband's teaching this last Sunday. I was literally about to explain something, but you interrupted per the use. Okay. So anyway, as I was saying, everybody. Um, we, so, uh, over a week ago, I experienced, cause I voxered Lisa emotional, which I don't normally, and it was probably very shocking for her. So shocking. <laughs> and, um, I had just experienced something like with financial things where I wasn't exactly sure what was going to happen and something I had planned on. And I basically just did the thing I always tell myself not to do where I like expect something's going to happen. Um, 
And then I got news that it wasn't. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's the holidays. I was so excited to get gifts this year. Like I just love giving gifts and making it special because we don't have a lot of family. And then I was just realizing like on all these moments within like 24 hours and it was like, this isn't going to happen. I'm going to have to figure out how to do this. And then basically I was just like talking myself off the ledge for like 24 hours of just like, okay, Christmas isn't about giving gifts. Like Christmas is about like the birth of Jesus, about family. And like, okay, I'm just going to have to hustle and like do this stuff. Like this whole motivation of like, don't break down because like you're going to make this happen, which my mindset typically especially throughout the last year is very much like you have to hustle or you're going to burn. Like I have to make stuff happen to make it happen. And if that made any sense, um, because basically anybody who's self-employed understands like you basically just want to make it to where you don't have to get a nine to five. You're basically like every day going like, okay, I got to make it to where I don't have to do this. And um, anyway, so I was in that like limiting mindset. And then of course, after I got a call like an hour later, it's like everything's back on and everything's fine. And I just like start crying because I was so like overwhelmed with everything that I was thinking in the last day, which then got me thinking all about like just contentment and which this episode might be a little bit more Christian-y, but going to the Lord only when I feel like I'm in a crisis and praying when I feel like I need to, um, like get help as opposed to all the time um and then realizing that like my worth and my joy don't come from money or getting gifts for people or any of that but it comes from like just who I am as a person so I had all of these thoughts and then I go to church on Sunday and it just so happens that the whole sermon is exactly about everything that we talked about because on Saturday I'd message you and I was like, hey, we should do something on contentment and joy. That's crazy. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. So on Saturday I was like, oh, we should do this. You're like, that's good. And then I sat down on the sermon and I was like, oh, because I wasn't Hello. in the <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I was just sitting there. I was like, kind of look back at you. I was like, this is so weird. This is exactly what we were talking about this week. So obviously it was like a God thing. Um, so that's my whole thing with where we got to this point. Cool. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess that makes more sense because I kind of forgot about all that. And then looking at your notes, I'm like, huh, that's a lot of scripture. And then you're like, so I ended up pretty much just taking a lot of things from your husband's teaching. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. You're like, you're not you were looking so like spiritual. such a good Christian for I a know. second, but you're actually not. I understand. My husband is. I understand. <laughs> but how weird is that? That that's like no, everything that's, we were talking about. That's so cool. And yeah. I feel like that actually, um, well, I understood a lot of what you were saying too because we've been in the weirdest season as a church we were going through a certain book about prayer specifically and as I'm going through this book is when we were going through all the crazy housing stuff if you've been following the podcast you already know about it but we were third in line for this house we were feeling good about it for the first time ever I felt like I had undeniable faith that we were just going to get it and that's a part of the Lord's plan didn't get it and so I was like wait but that's still a part of God's plan and that still means God is so good even though I didn't get what I wanted it's getting me to what he wants and so having to be content in that was easy but also hard because I'm still not getting what I want and he knows the desires of my heart so how how does that go together 
and it's so confusing. It's something I'm like having to dig deep into the word about. And I'm honestly like having like struggle praying. And to what extent am I like, okay, God, it's your plan. It's okay. Whatever happens, happens. And then at the same time, just being a brat and it's like, well, you're going to do whatever you want. Like, where does my like free will or my hard work even play into this? And so I'm in a weird place of being very content, but also so discontent because of the things I know that I want, even if it aligns for the kingdom, but he has something else for me. Mm -hmm. So weird. Yeah. No, I fully get it. Yeah, and I think that kind of goes along with, I was listening to a podcast today and the title of it was filling up your cup with the right water and just thinking about like, because I have so many businesses and it's like, for me, obviously a product product of success is money. But when you just focus on money, you're not focusing on the right things in your business and you're also not focusing on what you should want. And what I should want is not money. What I should want is bringing value to people and being like a servant, you know, for the kingdom. And what does that look like through my businesses? But same with you, like in a different way, like how do I focus on making my businesses successful and that is has to do with money, but don't think about money all the time because money doesn't truly give you joy or contentment. Um, and I might not ever get what I want in this life. Like I might never ever see the success that I truly want, but if my focus isn't on that, of course I'm gonna see th- that success because that success is gonna come through my fulfillment, like with the Lord. Um, and yeah, so that's just like, it's a trippy thing because there's like a fine line of not just being like, Jesus will provide. It's like, well, you got to work hard, mm-hmm. you know, and he's going to give me what I want. Well, no, maybe not. And that's OK, because yeah. he you, he knows what's better for you than you do. <laughs> and it's so interesting because just last night I was talking with my friend and we were talking about something that you've recently said and you were telling. OK, it was something I said and it was something this might sound sidetracked something along the lines of like I believe the Lord is putting people in certain places and so it's not always like hard work that gets people like for instance fame oh right and then you were struggling with that and then you were explaining your side of what you were trying to wrap your head around my understanding with what you already thought you thought (laughs) And that has honestly been putting me in like such a like cyclone in my brain because then I'm I'm trying to understand why I thought what I was thinking. But also, do I believe what you believe? Yeah, but I still believe what I believe. And so how do the two things coincide together, which is, no, you work hard for it, but also it just happens. Yeah. But does God put people in certain places for certain reasons Mm -hmm. yes I think it's both yeah yeah because I was talking to Arturo about that as well and just thinking like 
I don't believe in luck at all, mm-hmm. but there is the right season and the right time and the right place. For lack you of know. a better word, luck. If For I lack ever of a better say word, luck, luck yeah. it's just exactly that. Yeah, it's be- those like three perfect things come together. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, yes, hard work is going to get to where you you to where you are, but that one person randomly listening to our podcast because it, their phone randomly started playing it and then they liked us and we became famous. <laughs> That's random. That, but but the thing for me and I have I have disagreements with Arturo about this. If you didn't put in the hard work to have the talent that you had now, then even if that person did find you, then they wouldn't make you successful because you didn't already put in that hard work to become where you are. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? I think so. Like you have to have that piece of hard work to get to where you are so that when that right time and the right place come, you're ready for that. Like if somebody were, let's say, to see our podcast, they would see the amount of hard work that has gone into it up to this point. So even though that's the right timing in the right place, what if we had nothing? What if we didn't give a crap about it? You know what I mean? I think sometimes it's not even hard work. It's just putting the work into it. It's it's starting the first thing. And that's what we're supposed to do. It's almost like what what we're supposed to do is have faith. And so you take the first step. So it's like, who is it onto the water? Peter? Yes. Peter takes the first step onto the water because Jesus told him to. Told him to. <laughs> He's like, come onto the water. Yeah. And Peter had the faith. So all he had to do was just put his foot out and then have faith that Jesus isn't like jokes on you and he falls in the water. You know, he ends up walking on the water with Jesus Mm -hmm. until he doesn't have faith and he falls. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just I feel like that's such a side tangent, but I feel like it's it, it wraps in because it's like the back understanding that you need for that contentment of like, okay. I can believe and rest in you because of this faith that I have, whether or not I understand that I have it. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you're going to do, I'm going to have faith because it is better for me, even if it's not what I'm imagining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because why would I be more content if I had my own house? Why does that all of a sudden make me a content human being? Because what's the next thing? Yeah, the next thing is what? Making a bigger the house, house nicer or a bigger house or having kids or going on the next vacation. Mm-hmm. Contentment lies within whatever f- phase that you're in, not to be confused with s- being stagnant. Yes. Because that's bad. That means you're not doing anything according to his plan right you're just like whatever Uh god has it under control yeah but he wants us to work he literally says it in the scripture he gives us the ability and and it's good for us Mm -hmm. as humans to work hard um but i was really thinking about that apart from just you know like little bits of like financial having some financial stability is great because you're not stressed but then you think why would i be more content if i had a million dollars I think I could be really content if I had way, 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 way less than that. Because what do I want with the million dollars? Is it a status thing? Will people like me more? Can I afford new clothing? And why do people like me more? If I want people to like me because I look pretty or I have new clothing, why would I even want those people in my life to begin with? Yeah, because they're cool. But I mean, I get what you're saying. Um, (laughs) That reminds me of um, Bethany Frankel's podcast everyone needs to listen to it I haven't listened to all the episodes so if something weird ends up coming up I'm sorry she's the but best, Mark though. Cuban's episode so good 
Oh my goodness. So Mark Cuban is one of the sharks on Shark Tank. He's mm-hmm. an investor. And one of the things he was saying is how obviously wealthy he is. He's a billionaire. And it's funny to him because he compares himself to the multi-billionaires. And he's like, but I want that. I want more. And it's so crazy because I'm like, whoa, hold on. If he was a Christian, I bet he would not admit that. Yeah. Because as Christians, we're supposed to be content. We're supposed to be happy with what we have, which I is tithe. so true. I do tithe. And I do give <laughs> back like a lot. I help people. And so, yeah, like you're, you always have to, uh, you always have to um, like defend your wealth or what you right. have. Um, but it's so interesting because he was like, yeah, I mean, that's, that's almost like, I, I think he was saying it's almost, that's the bummer part of having so much is that it's never enough. Mm-hmm. So at what point... And oh, it's because he was talking about his children. So what parameters does he give to his children? Are they able to um, have as much money as do you just give them whatever Gosh, they that's want? That's so hard. What and do you he do? He said no. Yeah, they, I wouldn't. They have to earn. Th- I mean, there's some things that he's like, yeah, I just give them like these things or this. But he teaches them the worth of a dollar and uh, working hard for things and giving them simplicity in certain scenarios like certain toys or a minimal amount of things so that they can work hard on it Mm -hmm. and I just thought that was so cool for a billionaire to say yeah but he also had to work hard so Mm -hmm. he has that dynamic in his brain yeah it's like never taking things for granted Mm -hmm. I know I was I I think one thing that helps which if you're not a Christian, this will be a little bit different, but in the sense of understanding, like my money is not mine. My money is the Lord's. And just thinking like how I argue with him about tithe or like why I really just need that 10% (laughs) and not understanding I wouldn't have that money if it wasn't for like his blessing, but also not even that. Let's say you're not a Christian and you're not going to give to the church understanding. Yes, but your money could actually change people's lives. So yeah, don't go around. I'm not saying go around and like just give away all of your money, but unless he's calling you, unless he's calling you too, which he does (laughs) call some people too. Yeah. Hardly does that. Don't worry. Yeah. But just using like your, you know, if you have a really big house and you know, somebody needs help for like a month, I'm not saying let people, you know, take advantage of you, but like using what you have, because that will actually give you contentment. If you help people and maybe it's not monetary because you don't have money giving people like your time, like that will give you that peace and knowing that you're serving other people, even though it's like so hard to do that. It's so hard to do that. So (laughs) hard to give yeah your time your I mean for me it would be way harder to give my time than my money which Mm. shows me I should probably give my time and Mm. that sucks you know like if I was so 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 rich out of my mind how easy is it to write a check how hard is it to go volunteer once a week somewhere oh yeah you know and stuff like that and one thing that Zav said in um your sermon is uh, your sermon it's basically yours I wrote it um thankfulness isn't dependent on what I could have but being thankful for what we have right now and that's just really true you know like uh, yeah I hope that I can grow my businesses and be more successful but like why in the world am I not thankful that I have like both my parents or mm-hmm. have a house mm-hmm. or a bed to sleep in or literally I'm healthy <laughs> you know and the things that it's so easy to take for granted and I just think like we all do that I think that one thing that brings me down to earth real quick is my parents and how hard they had to work um, for what they have now. 
but not only financially in America, but going back to Romania and having to fight for their own faith in a communist country where they weren't allowed to have like more than one Bible in a household or carry around a Bible in public or you will go to prison or um, you can't talk about God in public. You can't go to church Mm -hmm. and it's constantly changing and there's only certain scenarios you can go to church, only certain scenarios. You can't say this at church though. And so, um, and so what I, what really helps me stay humble, which I think contentment is a lot of humility is the fact that I don't have to fight for a lot of things that I have. I, my husband can just support me and my children and I don't have to work. Whoa, I live in a country that allows us to do that. And not everyone can have that. I understand that. That wasn't even the case for my own parents, but I need to be content and overly thankful for what I have and stop thinking about the new sweats that I really want or the new Mm -hmm. boots. And so it's funny because I was asking Zav, what he wants for Christmas yesterday. No, this morning. And he's like, I don't want anything. I'm fine. And I'm like, okay, well, I still want a ton of stuff. So what do you want for, what do I want for Christmas then? (laughs) So I get extra stuff. That's literally (laughs) what I thought in my brain. And I wasn't in the I wasn't sitting in the teaching the last two weeks because I was um, helping in the kids in the nursery. Um, And so then I realized, oh, click everything together. This is, you found this motivation from the teaching. And he said later when I asked him about contentment and what he thought about contentment, he said, well, that's actually why I don't want anything for Christmas because I don't need anything. And so I actually had to tell him that's awesome and I don't think there's anything wrong with that but also you never get anything like no you you don't need anything and that's actually not really what Christmas is about and getting a gift and so it's okay because there were a few things that he did want for Christmas he was telling me some even more expensive things which is okay because he honestly never even buys things for himself or thinks about himself but it was really cool that I could tell him like, hey, it's okay. This is something I want to do for you. This is, is there anything exciting that you could do? And he was like, okay, I guess that there are some one wheel accessories that I would really love. <laughs> I'm like, great, good. Like, let me get that for you. Yeah. Especially because he's constantly blessing us. Yeah. No, totally. There's a fine line for sure. Very fine line. Don't rub of your blessing. That's the thing. His heart is all there. Oh, totally. So it's like if you want something, that's okay. And yeah. so that's the thing. Like we can afford it. And we are still making sure our money is going to proper places too. Yeah. And so, you know, if we need to have a heart check, which I probably do way more than he does, um, then we should like refigure out our finances. Yeah. And and so that's like one thing which is so hard to do the more money you make thinking about tithing mm-hmm. and where is our money going should we tithe more should we give more to this or this charity or whatever it is um 
And so having those conversations can be hard because you want to hold on tight to Mm -hmm. that. You're like, that's hard earned money. Tell him, wow, thank you so, so much for all of this. You can have 10% back. I'll keep 90%. You can have 10% back. Yeah. And so um, if you ever feel maybe compelled to give a certain amount of money to a friend in need or whatever it is, I think that's God telling you something that maybe you're not seeing. And so just yeah. keeping your eyes open to that. I'm pretty sure every time God has led me to give money to like somebody, it was like that person desperately needed it. Yeah. Like it's same. like so apparent. Um, okay. So like the last thing just to shift a little, but kind of it was along with what you're saying is um, getting down to the heart of why you want things mm-hmm. and if your identity lies in that. Um, and that's one thing Zab mm-hmm. was talking about and what I was thinking about this week is what do you turn to when you're stressed or angry and like what things do you look for what things do you do for that contentment and that's like a really good indication of something you shouldn't be doing Mm. (laughs) so it's like if i'm super stressed or angry or had a fight i always just start shopping that's for me is it's always been that way it's a trigger it's the exact same thing as turning to drinking or smoking weed or whatever it is to get your mind Mm -hmm. away from it I want my mind away from it so I just start doing that and it's that initial high of the purchase and the initial drop down and for me that's thinking you know well not only is that making me not a good steward of my money which of course I'm like still gonna buy things every once in a while (laughs) but why do I go to that when I'm stressed and why do I go to that when I'm like sometimes when I'm stressed about money I will start shopping Mm because I go why Mm -hmm. does it matter anyway I'm already stressed, so why don't I get something to make me a little bit happier? As opposed to sitting down Whoa. and just going, how can I be a better steward of my of my money so I'm not as stressed next time? How do I thank God for what I have now? He's always taken care of me. Like, I've gotten through every single month I didn't know how I was going to get through, so why am I doing that? And I think we all have those things as humans. We all mm-hmm. fall back on that stuff um, to take the edge off. We all have that thing. And think- you know what's so interesting? Sorry, I cut no, you off. No, no, that's And it. you know what's so interesting is... Even even um, the excuses we can give ourselves. I've, I've gotten myself out of every single money pit I've put myself into. So it's fine anyways. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, so it's all about you. You have taken yourself out mm-hmm. of every bad situation you've gotten yourself into. No, that is God's grace yeah. constantly helping you. And there's going to be a point where he's not anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I, I remember watching this Oprah episode where that's actually like not like you but um she ended up like shopping so much she like lost her house or something like that but the root of it was like she got a divorce and then something about the way she grew up um her mom would take her shopping to make her happy when something bad happened yeah and so um wow that's a really cool like self-discovery I've always so known deep. that about myself. Yeah. Always. It, I mean, it is hard, you know, when your parents go through a divorce and you drop out of college and you have no friends all of a sudden, you mm-hmm. really go, well, that new shirt is at least going to be kind of fun, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. it is those things at the beginning. I think it's okay to maybe have like a moment, you know, when you go through a really hard thing. Okay. If you want to 
binge a TV show for five days straight because you're going through your morning mm-hmm. right now. Okay. But after that period of time, you need to evaluate your life and figure out what the things you are that you're turning to and know that those things aren't going to make you happy. The only thing that's going to make you happy, honestly, well, is God, but also like self-discipline. And I've noticed, I've heard um, somebody say this, that the most successful people are the people that barter with themselves. And that's something that I do all the time. Like if I'm going to eat this, then I'm working out extra. That mm-hmm. is something I'm going to do. Okay. If I'm going to buy this right now, you better believe I'm going to sell something mm-hmm. or, okay, I'm not even going to buy it until I sell this and mm-hmm. trying to make things like you said, bartering with yourself. Yeah. But yeah, I do that. Yeah. It's important to do that because mm-hmm. then if not, you get yourself into a hole and then you can't totally. get out of it. And that's usually what happens to the people that lose their houses or their $100,000 in debt is they just they go, just keep going. why does it matter anyway? Yeah. I have no credit. I'm just going to open more credit cards. And I get that. It's so hard. Like I know people that come out of school with over $100,000 in debt and they're working at a coffee shop because they're yeah. not getting a job and it's hard. But those are the times that you find out who you are as a person totally. and what you can do. So and I would even say from my perspective it's not it's not okay necessarily like if you go to those things even if you end up getting out of it I think it's a lot of times it just ends up happening but I would say what is gonna help you is the self-discipline and you'll you'll later realize that I mean you'll you'll go to the thing that like you're addicted to so mine is like I'm stressed out I need to decompress and I'm like, I should probably pray right now. I should probably read my Bible. I should probably like get on my hands and my knees and I should just like relax and give it to the Lord. But instead, I'm going to watch something mm-hmm. because I know that's going to take my mind off of mm-hmm. everything. And I grew up with a lot of TV and yeah. I'm a lot younger than the rest of my siblings so I didn't really have anyone to play with in the house but we had video games and um we had a lot of tv and my parents worked full time my mother you know 24 hours in the day and so it's just the thing that I can depend on and honestly that's really hard to admit and I really hate that and I might have this taken out because it almost feels lame like I just that's admitted my that I sh- no that's not I get that yeah but um it's it's hard because I know what I'm supposed to be choosing but I'm not going to mm-hmm. a lot of times because it's all about instant gratification and that's yeah. what our whole world is about anything mm-hmm. is about that literally think of anything you do in your life that probably isn't the best for you. It's about instant gratification. Yeah. You have the come down afterward. You regret it. You wonder why you did it. And, you know, that's what I was telling Arturo, like, especially in the past two weeks, I have really just been like, like I was going to make an appointment to get my nails done. And I kept like almost doing it. And then I was like, I'm not going to. And then I thought every time I almost buy something, I'm going to put it in an account. So it's like, I was going to spend that money anyway. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that $60, which is a lot of money. And I'm like, what would make me happy? I was actually standing outside of Trader Joe's having like an existential crisis. And I was just like looking up the sky, like, what am I? <laughs> and I was like, what would make me the most happy? I want to be out of debt. Like, okay, so what do I need to do to make that happen? Because anything else is just going to be this instant gratification of mm-hmm. feeling happy and thinking, I really want to go on a vacation. Am I even going to be happy at that vacation knowing that I still have debt to pay off? Mm-hmm. So no, I'm going to pay off the debt, go on vacation. And I think a lot yeah. of people can relate to that um, of just like, 
when you feel like you need to do it, don't. Take a step back and think about your future, but also give yourself grace. It's mm-hmm. okay. It's okay if you're in a ton of debt. You're not, you're not alone. No. <laughs> it's okay if you're in your 30s and you don't have a house yet. Like, hello, please, like, hear me. It's okay. It's okay if you're not married yet. Like, just take a breather. Give yourself grace. But, you know, what can you do for your future, you know? One thing which a lot of this reminds me of when I'm having a panic attack or an anxiety attack and my mentor told me um taking um prayer breaths Mm. which is where you breathe in and you say um like a prayer to the lord so you're saying um for instance you are whatever it is that you're going through. Mm. And so like, what is he the opposite of what you're going through? And so like, you are peace. Mm. You are patience. You are not angry. You're not easily angered. Like Mm. these are like my things that I would say. Yeah. Because I'm about to like have a breakdown Mm -hmm. and I can't handle whatever's going on. And so taking those few breaths and... I wish I had the study off my hand, but taking a deep breath before doing something you're going to regret. I'm I'm not even going to say it because I'm going to butcher it. No, that was good, though. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like as we wrap up, one thing I just want to say, which is like kind of an unpopular opinion, (laughs) but I think it's really easy to think like if I had this amount of money I would just be happy like I just would there's no way I wouldn't be and I've been thinking about this for like a really long time and I thought if I had this amount of money and I could go to Disney World right now I would be happy I would be and I think money does buy happiness but I don't think money buys joy or contentment and I think it's temporary happiness it's a temporary happiness I think but I think it's good to decipher that because we always just slap that sticker on things just remember it's always the rich person telling you to I know just remember money doesn't buy happiness I'm not any happier than I was before I'm like you're happier than the person living in like squalor (laughs) who can barely get groceries you are happier than that but it's where you put your worth and you cannot put your worth in money and knowing that that vacation or whatever you want to buy is not going to fulfill that hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I tell myself. So, yeah, work hard, try to, you know, be successful or whatever you want to do in your life. But know that your worth is going to stay exactly the same between now and then. Mm-hmm. So just realize that. So that's it, really. That's great. <laughs> well, is there anything else? <sighs> What are our takeaways? Take deep breaths. Yeah. Think twice before making your rash decision to whatever your, um, what's it called? Your um, vice. Yes. Um, whatever your vice is. So think oh. twice before. Think twice before. Oh, we got to make it good. I know. Think twice before giving into your advice yeah that's great <gasps> Ooh. because you will get lice and it won't be very nice <laughs> did i ruin it yeah so that's it <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to our episode make sure you rate and review um it's okay if you don't like olivia and you really like me make sure you include that because the more detailed the better 
Are you going to do the final outro or you don't even know and it? And you can find us on Facebook and join our secret Facebook group. <laughs> okay. You can follow us personally at Olivia Crane and at It's Lisa Brosser. You can follow us at the It's the or not It's What Hello. You can follow us at The Sound Pepper Podcast. You can join our Facebook group the salt and pepper podcast insiders and please subscribe rate and review and make sure it's as detailed as possible letting everybody know that they love me way more than lisa okay it's always better when salt and pepper pepper come come together together. bye (laughs) thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.